Welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Haley. We are so excited to be back with a brand new episode, and we are so thankful for all of you for tuning in each week. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, we honestly love you guys all so much. You are our actual besties. Seriously. Yeah. So thank you guys, all of the OGs, all of the people who show up every week and listen. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. Well, the overturn of Roe v. Wade is still really, really fresh on our minds. Um, At the time we're recording this, it just happened a week ago Mm -hmm. at this point. Gosh, it feels like forever. Um, But at the same time, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like it was yesterday. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But it's still really, really fresh. And we just wanted to do a whole episode about our thoughts and our opinions and give some more information on it um, to be a resource. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, obviously, before we start, um, you know, I hope everyone's doing okay. Uh, You know, it's really hard everything that's going on right now. It is a huge loss. It's a huge step back. And so we just want to make sure that everyone is taking care of themselves, doing their self-care, you know, whatever it looks like for you to take care of yourself. We really hope that you're doing that. And let's all band together right now and support each other because that's what we need to do. Very well said. I completely agree. I know that we've had to do that this past week and it's been really challenging, but yeah. it's just something that like I cannot get over. Um, but before we get into it, let's kind of lighten the mood <laughs> a little bit and yes. start with our obsessions of the week before um, because we're like, it's still really emotional for us. So do you want to go first with yes. your obsession? Yeah, I will go first. So my obsession of the week, um, and if you guys don't remember, we recently introduced this little Fun little segment at the beginning. Um, So my obsession of the week is matching workout sets and chunky sneakers, and it's so cute. Like, like honestly, though, it's like the hot girl summer outfit. Yeah, it really is. It is the hot girl summer uniform. It yes, that's the word I was looking Mm -hmm. for. It really is. Like, it's just casual. I honestly don't have any matching workout sets, and I need to get some because they look so cute on you. I have one, um, but like. You know, like, you'll wear, like, black biker shorts and a black tank top, so mm-hmm. it looks like a workout set. Mm-hmm. And it's so cute. Like, honestly, uh, we got our nails done last week, mm-hmm. and I wore chunky white sneakers and my workout set, and I felt so put together, and I literally just threw it on. Yeah, like, you look so, so put cute. together, but it's so effortless. I love it. Yeah, you can throw something oversized up top, like, oversized button-up. You could put on a... a a cute hat. Like there's so much that you can do with it. Cute jewelry. Like it's so cute. So that is my obsession. It's definitely a staple. Yeah. It's so versatile. For sure. My obsession of this week is having my nails done. And usually I don't get them done at the salon. I usually just do like the press-ons. Um, but honestly, I did them before we went to New York and they looked so good. Like they I was did. so confident because just having them done made me feel like 10 times more confident. Oh yeah. And then when we got back from New York last week, you were like, I need to get my nails done again. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll go. And so I got a manicure. I got a gel manicure and I'm obsessed with it. And I was going to get my toes done again, um, but they were super busy. 
And you don't need them done. I really don't. We got them done as a family before New York. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, all of the salon ladies were obsessed with our family. They were like, you guys all look so much alike. <laughs> You're the mom. You look like her sister. Like, it's, it's so funny. And they loved that dad was there. Yeah, because so dad got a pedicure too, mm-hmm. which honestly, I love. He got black nail polish. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny today because um, – so we have – like a lot of baby gates up like in front of the bathrooms I have one in front of my room um to keep the dogs out because that's where the litter boxes are and the dogs are really gross so we have a lot of gates up and um I don't know if you guys know the pain of like scraping your leg or anything like on top of the baby gate when you're trying to go over it literally the worst pain in the world but today dad he like went over it and obviously he scraped his like the top of his toe and then he was like ow and had to like take a second and I was like are you okay and he was like well no I just scraped my toe and my polish some of my polish got chipped and it was so funny the worst yeah but I was like oh my gosh you can relate to us like the frustration of your polish getting chipped it's so funny yeah but they did a really good job. Like, my petty is still intact. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I mean, it lasts for a yeah. long time. So. so worth it. I literally told you when we were there, I was like, I should just budget this in every month. Because, like, if you go once a month. Yeah, that's what that's I do. affordable, I think. That's what I do. I feel like the the price of your confidence is, like, honestly priceless or the worth of your confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because when I have my nails done, I've been getting them done. I've oh, I've had nails on for, like, like a year now almost a year um a little less than a year and I just I love it I love all the designs like I just love how much you can do with it it's so fun yeah I know because like the amount of time I spend doing my press-ons like it's almost more worth it to just go get it done and pay somebody and they look better (laughs) yeah looks so good so anyways yeah that was my obsession did you say your obsession did I say mine what was your obsession Getting my nails done. Okay, that was your obsession. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I, I couldn't remember if we were tying into like how I said I wore I a workout either. set. Yeah, well, if we set. didn't say it, that's my obsession of the week. Yeah, getting your nails done. So yeah, those are our obsessions. Super fun. Okay, so not uh, a real easy way to pivot into. No, this topic. no good segment. So we're just gonna get into it. Um, last week, which was June twenty fourth, is when the decision about Roe being overturned came out and it was official. And literally, I will probably remember for the rest of my life mm-hmm. when this happened because we were the only ones here because the rest of our family was in Florida after our New York trip. And it was literally like nine am, maybe earlier. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at the table starting my work day, and I got that notification on my phone. I literally started crying. Like, immediately, I was like, are you serious? Like, I was absolutely dreading this. Mm-hmm. And then you were – you tell your story. So, I was also working, and I was actually on a work meeting, but you were downstairs, and you hollered up, mm-hmm. Haley, Roe v. Wade was overturned, and I was on mute, and I was on a work meeting, and everything. I didn't know you were on a meeting. <laughs> yeah, but – um. Yeah, like I heard that and I just I started crying as well. I was on my meeting and I like had to participate and everything like that cuz I was working, also bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, pulled it together for the meeting and got through that, but yeah, I think I'll remember that for the rest of my life as well. That's a huge uh, monumental case in a really bad way. Yeah, it was just a really 
heavy piece of news to get like literally like that early in the morning so of course like after her meeting Haley came downstairs we were talking about it and we were just like this is freaking like ridiculous how could they do this this is not okay literally like our right to our body is being taken away mm-hmm. and apparently the supreme court cannot see that because it's in my opinion it's not an issue of abortion it's our rights it's women's rights to choose right and have bodily autonomy. It's not even about like pro-life, pro-choice. Like to me, it's not about that. It's like our right to choose, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So it was just a lot. And we were like trying to work, but we also like could not move past this. Like we were still expected to show up and take care of our responsibilities when this huge thing happened. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely really hard. Um, so um, I had taken a break like midday lunch break. And I saw on Facebook that there was a rally that night mm-hmm. at the Capitol. And so I was like, Ken's, we're going to the rally. Yep. We already had our signs yep. for the last one. And so it was also hard to focus after that because yep. we're like really fired up. I was obviously we were both really emotional. I was just crying on and off throughout mm-hmm. the whole day, throughout the entire weekend, just literally bawling my eyes out on and off. Like yeah, and it will still hit me. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. week later, but um, yeah, it was just like it was hard to just show up and do what we needed to do because we were this huge right just got taken away from us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was really interesting. That's where we were when we found out. Yeah. So the protest was really good though, because mm-hmm. like everybody was just mad. Like we were all just so upset. Yeah, but it was peaceful it was yeah it was completely peaceful Mm -hmm. it was just like you could feel like everyone was so sad so hurt so mad angry and um a couple people spoke for a little bit and then we ended up marching Mm -hmm. through the streets um and that was really cool they had some really good chants that were awesome (laughs) hey hey ho ho the The patriarchy has got got to go That was a good one. Yeah. That was a banger. Yeah. They honestly, I don't remember the organization that put it on, but they did a really good job because it, it was peaceful and there were- It was the Denver chapter for socialism. Okay. Okay. It was really good though. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. And like everybody was peaceful. Everybody was united. There were a ton of men there too, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Well, because the research and I might be wrong on the numbers, but it's like 80% of Americans. Yeah. yeah. It's a high number. Yeah. So I don't- We'll get into a little bit more like that. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a really great turnout. Uh, we marched all throughout Denver. If you guys follow us on Instagram or TikTok, then you saw our reels or TikToks. Um, just I made two covering the march. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, like, it was really sad what we have to unite for. Mm-hmm. But it did feel really good and really empowering because we just marched. We were – screaming our lungs out literally I was crying on and off like throughout it like and it literally started raining like we were marching like through the rain it was crazy yeah and like we didn't stop we didn't Mm -mm. put our signs to cover like no like we were also like honestly like I feel like a lot of people like we didn't even realize it was raining until it started Uh -uh. raining really hard yeah because we were just so focused and so it did feel good to unite and be surrounded by other people who are like okay like we're all upset about this and we're going to do something about it. Mm-hmm. So that did feel good afterwards. Yeah, but it was still just like awesome. I'm like kind of on a high because we're literally like fighting for our rights and what we believe in. But yeah. like also it's like this sucks. Like yeah, it didn't like do anything. Just the beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I know, at least for me, after that, I came home. I went into the gym and I worked out literally so hard. Like this weekend, I worked out harder than I have since I was like running cross country in high school this weekend. Like it was so good for me. I got to get a lot of my anger out in the gym. Mm -hmm. And you know me, like when I'm at the gym, I don't really sweat because I just don't really naturally sweat that much. You glisten. Yeah, kind of. No, you glisten. (laughs) But I was like dripping buckets. So it was, it was good, you know, have an outlet like that. But that was kind of a tangent. We just wanted to kind of cover what, how the March was and everything. And Mm -hmm. yeah, let's kind of get in. We're not going to give like too many facts because we all kind of know what's going on, but just a little overview for everyone. Yeah. And we just want to go over like what states have abortion access where you can go if you need it. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like what states have trigger laws and things like that. Yeah. So if you listen to our last Roe v. Wade update, when it first came out that they might overturn it, we talked about what a trigger law is. If you don't know, or if you haven't heard, the trigger law is just a law that they have ready to put in place when they can. So a bunch of states had trigger laws ready to ban abortion in their state once the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade. It's a lot of ours. Um, So currently, eight states have abortion bans. Um, We have South Dakota, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Alabama, Kentucky. We have Louisiana and Utah who had trigger laws. They tried to put them into place and then it got blocked by a lawsuit. So it's kind of like in limbo right now. Mm-hmm. Um, people still can have a right to an abortion in those states, but they're through going through the process of trying to put their trigger law into place. Utah and Louisiana. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> uh, Utah and Louisiana. Yeah. So honestly, like that might not seem like a lot of states, but like we said, we're, we're – it's – July 1st, it's been one week since Roe v. Wade was overturned, and we already have that many states who put their trigger laws into place. Yeah, and there's 10 more states that have trigger laws, so they haven't made any decisions, but they could put abortion bans into effect at any moment. And those states are Idaho, Wyoming, North Dakota, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia, and Ohio. Yeah, so they're kind of just in that holding period. They haven't tried yet, but they could try at any moment. They could pull the trigger on that, Mm. and then they would have abortion bans. Um, Twelve states have threatened abortion bans or super severe restrictions. Um, Kind of like originally in, was it September with Texas? Yeah, in Texas. yeah. Yeah, kind of like how they banned abortion at six weeks. That's a super severe restriction. Um, So those 12 states are Montana, Arizona, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Virginia, North Carolina, and Florida, which Florida actually tried to put their abortion ban into place yesterday and it got blocked by a lawsuit. So Mm -hmm. now they're one of the states who is trying to put their abortion ban into place. Yep. Abortion is still legal in 20 states and Washington, D.C., So if we didn't list a state, Mm -hmm. then abortion is still legal there for now, Mm -hmm. and they don't have a trigger law in place or anything. So as of now, as of literally today, because it's changing every single day, Mm -hmm. um, 
So as of July 1st, those states, you can still legally get an abortion. Yeah. And the 10 states listed that have bans, none of them have exceptions for rape or incest. It's literally like no abortions, cut and dry, period. Right. Um, So I was like, when I was doing the research and trying to pull these quick little facts together, I was desperately like I was holding out hope for some states to literally just have the common sense to have the exception for Mm -hmm. rape and incest. And I was like desperately rooting for them. Mm -hmm. Like you've let us down, but there's a tiny chance that you could come back. And no, like all 10 of them, no exception for rape or incest. And it's a total ban. Yeah. And there's a lot of companies too that I've seen that have come out to say that they will help their employees with travel costs if they need to go to a different state to get an abortion, which is good to know if you live in a state where you do not have access anymore. Um, but it is very, very unfortunate that even in instances of rape and incest, like there's no abortions at all, at all. And like, there's so much we could talk about that Mm -hmm. just for that topic. Like, I know you have more to say about it than I do because you are a victim of sexual assault. So it kind of hits harder for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, like it is just mind boggling. I don't know like what other words to say about it. Yeah. Um, if I start crying, (laughs) then these are just our emotions coming out of the whole past week. Um, literally to sit here and think about, so as a man, you can't carry a child. Okay. So you don't understand what that possibility could feel like. Uh, Amy, what's her name? Amy Conan. Garrett. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Amy Conan O'Brien. Is that what you're (laughs) going to say? Um, we'll just say Amy because I really don't care about where her last name is. Yeah. Um, no, it's Amy Coney Barrett. Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. (laughs) Obviously I really don't care about her, but like as a woman for her to not even fight for our rights in general, Mm -hmm. but you know, everyone has their opinion, whatever, but for her to not even fight for the right to, for women to be able to get abortions if they are raped or in the case of incest, mm-hmm. I really just, I don't understand that. I literally can't fathom it. So as a woman, I don't understand that. But the other thing that makes me so upset, and just like everyone else, it makes everyone else upset, um, as like these men who are literally making these choices over millions and millions of women's bodies, mm-hmm. they will never know what it's like to become pregnant after getting raped. Like, never. men can be victims of sexual assault and rape 100%, but they will never understand what it would be like if they got pregnant and were forced to carry that child mm-hmm. and relive every single day the actions that were forced upon them. Mm-hmm. And it's so upsetting to me because they will never understand. So what even gives them the right to rule over our bodies and literally force a woman to go through that trauma every single day? And that is just what makes me so upset. And you guys can go back and watch one of the TikToks that I made. But I was just so upset one day, like, after I went to the gym. And I was like, there are so many women now who are either going to have to flee to another state and get an abortion while they're already going through this emotional 
trauma after getting raped and becoming pregnant as a result of that. So now if they want to get an abortion in a state where it's illegal, they're going to have to flee to another state, somehow afford a flight, hotels, the time off work, time off work, the abortion itself, which is like a thousand dollars, I'm pretty sure. Like it's expensive. So like all of these things piling up on top of dealing with the fact that like they were raped. And I was just so upset. And so I made this video because I was like, I people don't really understand how many pregnancies there are by rape every single year. And it's 32,000 women who will get pregnant every year by rape. So that's 32,000 women who, let's say they're all in states where abortion is now illegal. 32,000 women are either going to have to carry that child. And yeah, they can put it up for adoption. But, but that's another trauma. That's another like, trauma. That's such a hard decision. Right. And like for me, like thinking about it, if I carried a child, if I had been raped, gotten pregnant, and then I had to carry a child to full term because I couldn't afford to flee to another state or I didn't live in Colorado, let's Mm -hmm. say, and I couldn't afford to go to another state. So I decide I'm going to have to have that child because I can't financially do it. So I have the child knowing that I'm going to put the child up for adoption, but a lot of kids, once they turn 18 or once they're older, they wonder who they're birth parents are. Mm-hmm. So then that child is going to find out that their dad was a rapist and raped their mom. Like that is so sick. Mm-hmm. It's just so upsetting. Like I I just can't. I have no words. Right. And the foster system in general, like that's a whole other issue that has really been talked about during this whole thing just because mm-hmm. it's like there are so many kids in foster care. There are so many people who cannot afford to have kids but are going to be forced to Mm -hmm. so it's not only going to affect the woman and their partner if they have a partner it's also going to affect the child right and it should not Mm -hmm. it shouldn't and um I was actually talking with someone a few days ago and he was talking about he is totally against abortion so we don't agree at all Um, But he did bring up a good point. Like, um, you know, a lot of people, when they're passionate about things on either side, it's really easy to get caught up in like, I'm so angry. I'm so upset. But then like, what are we actually going to do about it? You know? Yeah. And he was making an argument for the people who are pro-life like he is. He's pro-life. And he was saying that if people who are pro-life actually just went out and fostered children or adopted kids, then the foster system would not be as bad as it is, and it wouldn't even be a question. And so I really loved that argument that he made because he's on that side. He is pro-life. But he was saying, like, you know, people need to actually do something about it. We Mm -hmm. can't just be screaming what we believe and what we personally think and not do anything about it. And I think that's so true. Like, you're so right. If that kid is born, that child is born, it's going to go into the foster system if the mom doesn't decide to keep it. And not even, like, in the case of rape. Like, just in general. Right, right. Any baby that's born and the mother wanted to get an abortion, but it's illegal, so she couldn't. The kid's going to end up in foster care, like you're saying. And the foster system is a complete mess. Mm -hmm. So if you are so passionate about women not being able to choose what to do with their bodies, then go out and do something about it. Go out and adopt a kid and go out and foster kids. Like, that is something you can do right now. And... Like, it's just so frustrating. It's like, if you're going to 
care so much about what other women choose to do, you don't have to agree with abortion. But you need to let women do what they're going to do because it's their choice. Exactly. Whether you agree with abortion or not, it doesn't matter because the bigger issue at hand is we can't choose what to do with our bodies anymore. Right. And like everyone like on social media and stuff is like, what are they going to come for next? Like contraception? Mm -hmm. Like that's a huge concern. Huge, 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 huge concern. Like period tracking apps. Yeah. 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 Which I don't know how I feel about that still, but like. Basically, with the period tracking apps, like, we both use Flow, but a lot of people are saying to delete them and not track your period, like, on any app because if there's, like, court cases and stuff, they can randomly get data from there. Yeah, like, and, if if someone's accusing you of having an abortion, then they could pull the records yeah, from your yeah. period tracker app and say, oh, yeah, you missed your period for three months. And so, like, how, you know, that makes it even more of a case that you might have been pregnant. Yeah. So basically, like, they could use it against you if right. something happened to go to court. Yeah. And there's also, like, the uh, one of the other Supreme Court justices who's like, we should rethink gay marriage. Yeah. And it's like, why overturn all of these huge landmark cases mm-hmm. that have given so many more freedoms to people? Like, I don't understand why we're going back in history. Like, there are so many other freaking important things that need to be done that are not being done or right. even thought about. Right. It's like, we get it. You guys are on a power trip. We know you have power. We recognize that. So let's focus on important things now. Like, we see you. Do things that are actually (laughs) going to help people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it, but I'm still just... I don't know. It's like, honestly, like the grieving process with it. Like, I was like so angry and then I was sad and I feel like it's just been, like, up and down. And I don't know. I just don't see, like, how things could get worse. Mm-hmm. But then they do. Right. So I'm hoping and praying that, for example, like, gay marriage doesn't get overturned or something similar. I really hope not. I do, too. Um, like you, I really don't know what to think anymore. It's really upsetting. We're going to keep you know, going to every protest that we can, mm-hmm. using our voices. Honestly, like, everyone needs to vote. That's the mm-hmm. most important thing that you can do right now is vote, and there's a local election going on right now. Mm-hmm. So everyone needs to vote if you are able to vote. And actually, when we were paying for parking before the protest, we were talking with this older couple. Oh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and the woman was like – um, she's like, I'm so sorry that our generation let you down. And for some reason that like really made me emotional. Yeah. I mean, it was like emotions were high anyway, yeah. but like, it was cool because like she, like at first we were like, Oh, like, what do you mean? Like, I was kind of just like, what do you mean? Like, why are you apologizing? Like yeah. you're here protesting with us. Right. But then Haley brought up a good point that like a lot of people from, I guess, her generation, like, she felt that a lot of people did not use their voice at all, mm-hmm. especially with, like, voting, protesting, getting out there. And, like, with social media, it's a lot easier these days, I feel like. But yeah. she basically was just, like, I am, like, so happy that you guys are here and, like, we want to do everything we can to support you guys. And mm-hmm. and her husband was there, too, which I thought was cool. And he was, like um, – he was, he was talking about, like, if – all of the women that were at the protest, if all of us voted, then we would win the election. 
Like, that's what he was saying. I don't know. I think he said, like, in the whole country. But, like, you know, just as, like, a sample size, if all of us voted, meaning applying it to the whole population, then that would be a lot of people voting. Yeah. But, yeah, he was just talking about the importance of voting. And the most (laughs) – the thing that I loved that they said, the woman, she was like, tell your friends, anyone who's dating – if they go on a date with someone, then they need to make sure that the guy votes. And if he doesn't vote, then he doesn't get this. And she like, literally you know, like, pointed to her body and I was like, oh my gosh, I literally love that. Though, she was like, ask them for their voter registration card. Like, yeah. She was like, have them pull up a record. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so funny. And I was telling her like, that's actually so true because there's been multiple guys that I've gone on dates with that I've asked them like, do you vote? Or like, who did you vote for? And they're like, oh, I didn't, I don't vote because my vote doesn't matter. And there's a few of them. Like I could name them right now. I'm not going to say their names, but like I could name them. There's enough that I could have a list. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, wait a second. Like are people not voting? So I'm going to do that now. A lot of people don't vote. I'm going to do that now then. I'm literally going to ask. (laughs) We need to verify that. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I think the most important thing we can do right now is just get out and vote. Keep using your voices. And honestly, I don't care what anyone says. Sharing an Instagram post is doing something. Yeah. Like, it's using your voice in your own way. You know, you can't just put one thing out there and then never say anything again. Mm -hmm. But, like, use social media. Talk to your friends. If you're going on dates right now, talk to the people that you're dating. Like, ask them what their opinions are. Have a a civil conversation. Um, Talk to your friends. Donate. Yeah, donate. I put on my Instagram story a few days ago. Um, It was a link to abortion funds in every state. So I can repost that if you guys are interested. Um, It was super helpful for me. I went to Colorado where we live and I just picked one that I liked. Um, But it was super easy. Like, it's a really great way to be active. Yeah. 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 It's probably like the easiest way. You just, even if you donate $5, you know, like. Um, there's lots that you can do. There's so many events, especially if you live in a big city, Mm -hmm. there are so many events that you can go to. Um, and you know, obviously like if you go to a big event like that, emotions are high. There is, and we live in America, so there's going to be fear that something might happen. But I felt pretty safe when we were there. I did too. But you asked me after you were like, were you afraid we were going to get shot up? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like I was terrified the whole time just cause you never know. You never know. Yeah. And like, um, the last big protests that were in Denver were like the Black Lives Matter protests mm-hmm. and those got bad. So yeah, just like in pretty much every major city. Yeah. So, um, um but like we, I felt safe, like there yeah. was no threat or anything. Mm-hmm. And if you go to a protest that's organized by a big organization, like Planned Parenthood or like any other big organization that's going to organize a protest, um, they have to do their due diligence. They have to get permits so the police, there's a police presence there. They're going to protect you and they're not going to let anything happen. So it is safe to go out and protest and you can donate, talk to your friends, talk to your family, share your opinions. And, but also one thing I will say that I want to add is like when big things like this happen in the media, for everyone who lives in America, you know, like the school shootings that we see all the time, just shootings in general, this now, um, I think it's important sometimes to just like take a break from your phone and social mm-hmm. media because we are constantly plugged in. So like if you're feeling like super overwhelmed by anything crazy happening, like I seriously recommend to do that because it helps a lot. Yeah, it does. I am like I use my social media as like 
an outlet for me. So like I'll get on and make videos, do whatever, share on my story. Well, yeah, which I think is great, but like just like step away for an hour. Yes. No, I totally agree because it's really overwhelming when if everyone is reposting a post on their story, then every story you see is that. And it's like when you're already emotional about it, it is really difficult. And like TikTok is like just the same thing, like Mm -hmm. women sharing their stories and it's sad and like Mm -hmm. it's like in your face all the time, which is good. I think it's great people are using their platforms, but it can be a lot. It can be really overwhelming. So I Mm -hmm. think that's another really good tip. Like take a break when you need it, step away, connect with the earth, do your meditation, do your mindfulness, like whatever, but take care of yourself. Yep. Well, we're going to end the episode there for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Haley put on the Instagram story when this was still really fresh about like a, a rant box. So we yes, can do that again. Or like if you again. want to slide into our DMs and just like let out your feelings, like go ahead. I think it's really important to do that because we obviously like understand. Right. <laughs> um, so just take care of yourself and follow us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. And we are getting really active on TikTok now. Um, so it's the same username at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. Go and follow us on there and stay connected that way. Talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.